Hello and welcome to the Great Longboat Podcast. I am Igor, your host, moderator, and only permanent member of the band Longboat. Today we spotlight the track Company Man Authoritarian Edition from this year's The Wow and the Pow Volume 1. And you know, folks, dictators don't just happen. They don't just pop up and say, hello, follow all my orders. Uh, What happens is they need enablers. They need people to normalize their behavior. And this song is about that. I've I've done, I rarely ever do this, but I have printed out the lyrics for this. Uh, Also because this song was very hard to set. It was very, very hard putting, getting all of these words to fit and also have meaning. See, it's not just having words that go along with the song. They do have to make sense and they have to hang together. And ideally, they have to have meaning. And I think I accomplished this. I am actually very, very happy with the way this song turned out. Not only was it hard to set, these lyrics were really difficult to to write. (laughs) Um, It was also very hard to sing. And it's just because, okay, I I have admitted on many, many occasions that the, uh, the, the music comes first. So I end up writing myself songs that some songs that are extremely difficult to sing. And this was this was kind of like the top five percentile of hard to sing. Uh, there are a couple of other tunes in um, on the Wow and the Pal Volume 2, which will not be out for probably another year or so, uh, that I recorded, I just finished recording last month. Um, and those were, not only were they, tough to sing because there were because the notes the pitches everything like that but it was also the breathing oh my I would run I would have to put you know all these breathe marks at certain places otherwise I would run out of air and even listening to them now and knowing that I didn't have many problems breathing through those breathing through those passages it still sounds like I'm a little bit gassed for O2 but you know it's I I am extremely proud of all of these albums that I've recorded this year In case uh, you haven't been following me I recorded six albums this year and they were all supposed to go all in a row in February and March and I was going to just finish them. I finished all the mastering off in April and then release one every two months because, hey, I didn't, I never envisioned while I was writing them, which I was, you know, in, in full writing mode, uh, like a year ago, this is October, 2020. And, um, I just, I thought that this would be a regular year, but it hasn't been a regular year. Just like we thought, this is October 5th, 2020, we thought last week would be just a regular weird week with, you know, damning revelations about 
what this what the Trump administration has been doing, you know, coming out every couple of days and then the Trump administration doing something super bizarre to deflect that and to distract us. And then of course, you know, Trump's coronavirus diagnosis and going off to the hospital and and having like very sketchy reports about what's going on with him. I'm actually pretty sure he's going to recover, but the way that they're doing this, it does remind one of the information that you get from dictatorships or from, you know, the the old Soviet Union. It says, you know, the, the great leader is doing just fine. He is strong like bull. And then, you know, two days later, he's dead. Um, that's that's kind of what they did with Yuri Andropov in the early 80s. And then his successor, Konstantin Chernyenko, who, I mean, Andropov was a little bit more able of a guy. Um, Chernyenko was a hack and he was very sick when he took office. And, you know, he didn't last very long at all. But, yeah, that, that's, that's what, that is what we, I, we have all been living through this last last week and you know meanwhile coronavirus meanwhile there's an election meanwhile everything else wildfires um superstorms um americans can't travel anywhere because you know we have the highest coronavirus death rate in the world and i'm i'm just hoping that you know maybe I keep doing this podcast for long enough so that I can listen to this in the coming years and think, that, yeah, that's as bad as things got. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that this is as bad as things get and that, that we, there's just improvement. And, <laughs> which is, I mean, this is, it's partially why I'm, I'm, spotlighting my political tracks everybody's kind of of a political mindset now and they're thinking about things in terms of you know what they oppose i i think that this election is all about what you oppose usually that's just a a conservative thing conservatives define themselves in what they're and and that's that's not me that's george will saying conservatives um they they define themselves in terms of what they oppose, so and and you know that's fine. But yeah, um, I think everybody is, no matter what part of the political spectrum you're on, you do define yourself by what you are opposing at this moment, because there's a lot. Um, and also, I just um, just to mention this. Um, you know, my my lovely wife and I were up in in uh, semi rural Snohomish County for a vacation this August, and you didn't see a whole lot of Trump signs, but you saw a lot of signs for Lauren Culp for governor. He's running against Jay Inslee, representing Republicans, and you know I I didn't do much investigation into him. Uh, I, I didn't really see the need. Um, I, I, although Jay Inslee s- sounds like the dumbest guy in the room, he's not. And, you know, he's an acceptable governor, okay? Uh, and, and especially more acceptable uh, when you look into the opposition. Who and, and this guy is truly nuts. He's written a book about how um, 
you know, gun laws are akin to uh, the Holocaust and Jim Crow laws. And that's his claim to fame. He has no political experience. Um, he has no, uh, apparently, um, he's just about gun laws. Um, I, there is, in his statement, uh, he provides very little information. And, uh, you know, he just seems like a guy who lives in a bunker. And that's, ladies and gentlemen of Washington, that is your Republican nominee for governor. And, well, he if he lives in a bunker, he lives in with his family. He does state that he has a family. And I believe is, he has uh, a one-sentence uh, statement saying that he uh, is going to, you know, make Washington great again. But I noticed that, you know, wherever you see culp signs, it's like you don't need to put out the Trump sign because that's just that that's code for I'm voting for Trump. So if you see a lot of culp signs around, that person's voting for Trump. Um, and and, you know, and culp is not going to win. That is that is guaranteed. Uh, you know, uh, I, that's why you don't see any Inslee commercials on TV around here, because he is so not worried about this guy. If there's going to be a debate, I would love to see it. Maybe I've missed it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I would love to see that debate. And um, uh, I, I would like to see how this guy conducts himself in public, you know, out of the bunker. Anyhow... That, that is the, our political roundup for the week. And um, I just, let's, let's take a look at this track. It is, yeah, it's all, uh, it's all electronic. I, I call it a blues uh, because it, it, it kind of is. It's an eight bar blues variant. And it also has a, um, has a chorus that is not a blues and um, it's very much of the Latin vein. It's kind of a, uh, it's an undefined, uh, the, the rhythm is a little bit undefined. It's, it can be a, uh, a samba. You can, you can make it into a samba. And you can also make it into a merengue. It does have that. It does have that four beat thing, and the for the samba, you know, the the vocal line kind of shadows the samba feel, you know, you know, that's that's kind of how it goes. I, you'll forgive me that I got a few of those notes wrong. I haven't sung it in a while. And I don't really intend to until, you know, of course, I, I start touring, which is no time soon, which is something I love to do, but cannot do it anytime soon. Plus, do not have the fan base. But, okay, so those are the, those are the technical parameters of it. And so, you know, what you do is, is you know, I had very when I was picking songs for this album, I had very low expectations for this. And I believe I started with about, I don't know, 20 tunes that I was serious about and that I was working on. And I pared it down to 12. And this was one of them. And it uh, it did take lyrics, but it didn't take kindly to them. Um, and, you know, I, I never sit down and... 
and and you know think that uh you know i'm gonna write a political song very ra- i'll just say very rarely uh that i'm going to write a political song it just kind of emerges and you know of course the f- i believe um the the first words that came to me were the were the first two lines the year's worth of graft stacked up just like that um or some variant of that and you know it's it's so you know this is about this is about money how how does it how did the politics come in and you know i i sort of paint the picture a little comes into more more sharper the the focus becomes sharper and yeah you it's about a guy who works for a strongman military dictator that's a guy who is who is uh publicly effusive in his praise of this person and uh privately uh, contemptuous of this, you know, this sort of comic character uh, who rules over an unnamed country. And as we go along, we find out that this is, that the progression has gone from, you know, this guy once was an idealist, the guy who's singing, not the not the leader, but uh, the guy singing. And now, you know, it's just pretty much about money. Uh, th- that's that's to see how much you can wring out of this dictatorship because you know that it will end someday. And you know that it's probably not going to end well. So, and and you know, of course, you you are in to grab for yourself what you can get, and this will open you up to um, scrutiny. And of course, if you if you fall under the leaders, if you are not, if the leader takes exception to that, then you're you're just dead. You're dead in the water. Um, and if you have, uh, you have to have an escape plan. You have to. Uh, get out of the country as quickly as possible with as much money as you can carry, and you know this. This is this is an extreme case, and I don't expect any. I don't expect people. If Trump is defeated in in less than a month's time, I don't expect people to be you know like getting on their private planes with with uh, you know the with gold bars and uh, suitcases stuffed full of of money I, I don't expect that to happen that's this is this is kind of a little bit more banana republic than that but I will this is this is what I do predict that after this administration is analyzed that they will it will it will just become known that all the people who were enabling Trump were doing it for the money. We're doing it for some form of money, some form of compensation. It has nothing to do with America, but it does have everything to do with their payday. I, I and and I would say that maybe the exception is uh, his immigration advisor Stephen Miller. That guy is he's he's kind of a um, ideological fanatic 
and not uh, not in the good way. And uh, yeah, this is that's his one issue. And since he has very poor social skills and very a very bad way of relating to people, and has probably had terrible experiences uh, with people while he was you know not in politics. I'm I'm I see a lot of bullying and and uh, um, sort of you know humiliation in that guy's past. So you know he's probably just working through those issues and. And, uh, you know, blaming them, blaming all of his woes on immigrants, it's possible. But, you know, it, it, I, there, there are always the comparisons to, you know, the Third Reich and Hitler and everything like that. I, I, I really don't see that. I, I see that, you know, there's fascism on the horizon. I see there's a try for fascism. But it's it won't work as long as there are uh, there's an independent press and also a fairly semi-independent justice department. Yeah, um, you know the, the the judicial that's that's just going to happen like it happens. Um, you know we, we can we can lament the the Supreme Court. Uh, it, it that might happen. I may eat my words next week. Uh, you know. Or, you know, four months from now, they could still be having the same arguments over, you know, uh, appointing this person. So, uh, Amy Coney Barrett. And, and I mean, I, I, she seems to be very much against uh, the Obamacare. She seems to be very much against abortion. And so, yeah, that's, and, you know, Trump doesn't care either way about any of those things. I mean, personally, it's just that, Obamacare is Obama's must be destroyed because Obama made a joke about him once and people laughed. That's, I mean, that's, that's something he will never let go. And, um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, if, if Trump was better at being a fascist, we would most likely be a fascist country uh, because, uh, you know, he could have just like co-opted the Justice Department from the beginning. I mean, he's, it's, you, you, the, the playbook is right there. And he could have, he could have uh, really, really uh, done things to curtail free press, but he's incompetent. So that, that's what you get when you have an incompetent guy. But, you know, I, I just recently read the um, Hannah Arendt book about Eichmann, Adolf Eichmann in Jerusalem and his trial. You know, he was, um, the SS transportation coordinator. Uh, and for him, you know, there was no, there wasn't money in it. Uh, he, he wasn't necessarily getting rich, but he did, he was powerful. And so years from now, people will read and f- to find out why this actually happened. And it will because be because Many, many people did it for money and others did it for power and access to power. And and this character here, he does the same thing. Um, you know, it's I it's it seems to me that idealists are the most easily corrupted. Uh, because, you know, idealism turns to cynicism very quickly. It's funny because, 
you know, there, I, I remember hearing this story about uh, Victor Orban, and it was from Madeleine Albright, who was Secretary of State under Clinton. And she said that she met him in the 90s, and he was like a hippie. Uh, and, and he was, his whole thing was, you know, like, uh, environmental preservation, social justice, everything like that. And now in 2020, he's like, uh, he's not a dictator. He's an autocrat. He's, it's, it's all. And, and the thing is, is he is popular. That's the thing. He is, I, he, he is popular in Hungary. Um, you know, it's, it's not like Trump. Trump is unpopular in America. If he had just, you know, if he just reached out and like made, just paid lip service to left-wing causes, oh man, you know, he, he could he could very easily say, yeah, I want eight more years in office. And, and who knows, he might've gotten it. It was just, it was just the way he states it, the way he asks for it. And... And of course, you don't trust him. The, the the relentless lying is kind of a little bit is is a bit of a turnoff. But yes, so th- this guy, he uh, he works closely with the leader, and is constantly frightened, and and is constantly justifying himself. If you are in an organization, you don't have to even be in politics. If you are in an organization and you're living like this, your life is not good. You know, if you are if you're embezzling from the company, your your life is is not good. It's because there, you you can you can justify stealing. That's that's what we do, but you can also. That you know, and 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 you can be brazen about it, but you know, there there is always a fear within us that you'll get caught, and so it. But it doesn't stop you from doing it. It will, you know. There, there's always the thing where the guy who with the gambling problem embezzles from the company, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna." wager it all on this horse and the horse is going to win and then I'm going to pay it all back and the horse loses he's got to bezel more money it's a you know it's another horse that loses another and but more embezzlement and you know and it's just there there is no way to get right and eventually uh the, the person is caught and a lot of times I am told a lot of times when people are caught, they feel relief. They don't have to do this anymore. These, that they're, that this cycle is broken, even though it means prison time. even though, you know, people who trusted you are, have, have been, you've betrayed your trust. But yes, um, it, for, for this guy, it's just, it's just coming in in the right, it's, it's the timing. And, uh, you know he is he is ready to get out of there at any moment and has been for years but you know it's just so lucrative and and yeah this the leader is a terrible guy but um let's listen to it and I, of course i i have more commentary i always have commentary don't i um 
but this is this is um, Company Man Authoritarian Edition, and um, I I I do everything in this. Um, uh, wrote, arranged, produced it. I sing it, but important distinction. Uh, my my engineer who recorded and mixed it, Ryan Leva, does the very spacey, cool backgrounds in the in the bridge section, and um, and yeah, he just he turned it into a different song. I gave him sort of vague instructions, and then he told me to just go somewhere and not listen. And then I came back, and and yeah, this was uh, it was how I had vaguely described it exactly how I wanted it and yeah he did he did a wonderful job so Ryan recorded and mixed it and it was mastered by the great Ed Brooks at Resonant Mastering so let's spin it right now boom worth of graft stacked up just like that it's ready to go the instant when things go awry but we know they never will we hope they never will if it all goes south i won't be the bad guy i dispense my advice he did once or twice it's a classic indication of a land where the leader's strong Bright metals on his uniform Not approachable yet warm No, none of my conduct has been the least bit wrong Oh, tense and nervous Years of service I've only taken what I need Kleptocratic Brutal and sporadic It's safe to follow but not to lean Winter's on the slopes Cash in envelopes I keep it all on the down low cause I'm far from the worst Favors always on discreet With death squads out on the street There's not a person here who can't be coerced You're getting paid The pack's been made Your palm's been greased To say the least Reflect 
Think of it like this, for every monstrous thing that the leader has done, I, among others, managed to talk him out of 10 things that were far worse. You're welcome. Okay, so last verse there, you know, it's, you can always tell the sellouts because they're the ones who praise the, the strongman leader the loudest but they're also they're also probably taking the most money so if you want to hear if you if you want to find who is profiting most off of you know rank corruption brutality cruelty incompetence just look for the people who are are singing someone's praises the loudest so yeah you know this guy's long live the regime the leader reigns supreme but um yeah and then you know yes that's that means if i if i say it loud enough they won't suspect anything and i'm just saying what everybody else is saying too so hey but i'm just saying it slightly louder so so as to detract suspicion from me and and of course the the last spoken thing that you know that is directly from the the trump administration and i'm sure it's also a way to rationalize uh, behavior around any strongman dictator despot authoritarian or anything else it was it's you know i was restraining him and it's like yes and it was a really tough job too because god you should have hear, heard what this guy wanted to do and you know that's that's what we got from that anonymous person who who was like yes we are in place to make sure that the, all the really bad stuff doesn't happen and and of course that makes you think oh so if that's the if if you're keeping the bad stuff from happening you know you're not doing a great job because we're going through some really really bad stuff and then of course on the on the other side of that i i'm i'm thinking this is you know this is reality that that there are people who think that in this administration, and that is plausible. And then on the other side, where you know it's it's please seek psychological help. There's the QAnon people who are you know doing their own quote unquote research into uh, you know the the even subtle moves by the Trump administration. And I'm sure that this Trump hospitalization, which continues uh, now through. Uh, the 5th of of October, I'm sure that um, they, that these, the QAnon people are positive that the arrests of the pedophiles are, are going to, it's going to happen any moment. <laughs> I've got news for you. It won't because this, this thing that you obsess about, this thing that you do research about does not exist it does not exist you can it it's for me it's it's the most childish puerile uh thing that anybody has ever described to me that donald trump is such a bad president 
because he is working on other stuff. Trump isn't working on other stuff. He is uh, watching TV and tweeting and occasionally comes out in front of the public and shoots his mouth off. Um, and, you know, he talks with reporters because he they make him feel important. And then, of course, he's like, yeah, you're the enemy of the people. And yeah, uh, but yeah, they make him feel important. And so, you know, he thinks that he's making up policy on the on the fly with his tweets and with his, you know, just his, um, you know, chopper walk, uh, chopper walk interviews that he does. But yeah, he is, <laughs> he is, he is a guy who is bad at his job when he was a real estate quote unquote tycoon. He was bad at his job. He is a guy who has been bad at his job the whole time. This is reality. This is not, you know, and and you can you can project all of your hopes onto whoever the leader is, but they have to be realistic. You have to have that there is nothing that this guy has done that would indicate that he is he is on the side of justice. And so why is he go why is he going to be so concerned about this cabal of pedophiles? And you know, it's kind of funny because he seems to be part of that uh, with his close contact with Jeffrey Epstein and such. And of course, your your QAnon uh, uh, person would say, well, that's because he was doing undercover work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I don't think Donald Trump is is uh, that dedicated of an advocate for anybody's welfare, except for Donald Trump's. And even then, oh my God, he always seems to to you know screw it up. And and it's all it's it's what I've been saying that you if he was just a little smarter and more competent, then we would be much closer to having an authoritarian ruler, and and we would be much closer to fascism. We we would have be be much more militarized than we are right now. But you know that's that's because you know Trump has a the attention span of a sparrow. And he is, everything is through this lens of grievance. If, he, you know, and, and it's always reactive. He doesn't, he doesn't think, okay, I'm going to, before these people can hit me, I'm going to hit them. No, no, no. They hit them, he hits back. Because he just, he has no planning. And so, yeah. But, but yeah. So he's had all kinds of people around him saying in, in, in as many words, that they're doing this for the, the, the sake of the nation. They are trying to keep him in line for the sake of the nation. And I think that's just laughable because, um, well, it, it, it seems that he, is, he will go down to defeat. And, it, and the story will be eventually told. And, um, and you will find that all of these people who enabled him were were um had very base motives and there was nothing about you know helping the country or anything like that it was more like helping themselves and and feeling powerful and um going to the next job after this and i mean that's that's pretty much what everybody is is 
is thinking about, all the political appointees are thinking about now. The career people, I mean, the career ranks in State Department, in Justice Department, FBI, they've been kind of decimated. And uh, it's going to take it a while to build up, build that back up. And speaking of that, I did watch the Comey rule on Showtime. And yeah, I mean, Brendan Gleeson is at times completely unlike Trump and other times complete, just like so incredibly menacing that, that, you know, it's sort of like he doesn't even, uh, he doesn't even listen to people. They say something and it's like, he's, he's not even, he's not even there. He's, he's, he's immersed in his, in his own grievance that's I, I i hate to keep using that word over and over again but yeah in his own grievance he has to you know he he just has to fight you know and that's that's my that's kind of my portrait of the trump administration is just fighting even when they don't need to there's just there's no persuasion they, they can't persuade anybody to do anything so they just got to fight and yeah, so this has been my latest installment of a political song. It it doesn't super. Ha- it's not super contemporary. I, and 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 that was on purpose because after Trump is gone, then it all of these things are going to sound quaint. But with that said, I do have some songs that are about Trump that will be coming out next year. And uh, those are those are on the horizon for this podcast, believe it or not. And but I just want I, I, I want the, the, the politics will continue until um, until the election. I think uh, I've got at least three more tunes. And if I if I take a really close look, I might have four. So, um, yeah, it'll be about three more weeks of politics. And last week's. Last week's, I still feel very good about. I, I I actually didn't listen to the song and I didn't look at the lyric sheet, but yeah, th- that was from a time when this was. I'm talking about the song "Facts" from Instant Classics from 2012. Um, th- thinking that yeah, every single song that I wrote had like a clavinet in it, and this one is the yeah. Um, I, I just lots of clavinets in in that tune and uh the 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 tunes that weren't you know completely live uh didn't there's the 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 bucking fuss has is is just all live no clavinets sorry folks but um anyhow um this i'm really enjoyed bringing this tune to your attention because it's not going to be a single it's it's not going to be a video but it does it does offer some insight into the world and that you know people can be greedy people can be needy and people can uh can justify their behavior in just about any way they uh, choose and um yeah so and speaking of that and i i am i'm posting a new video from uh basically blue volume 1 it's my first video and I just had it made last week, and it it features all vintage footage. You know me. I am all about vintage footage. If you go to Longboat Music, you'll see a lot of vintage footage um, uh, videos that I've made in the past years. I, I, there was a guy, 
over Fiverr who offered this service. And it's just, what is it? Uh, public domain footage of, you know, military films. And this song was about going to war and losing. Yeah, it's called Take That Hill. And I am going to put it up. I'm going to promote it. But uh, have a look at it. I mean, it's... I, I, I like the tune and, you know, the, the, the video itself is pretty mesmerizing. So anyhow, um, if you want to get in touch with me, please email me at longboatpodcast, all one word, at gmail.com, uh, to stream the bounteous longboat catalog. You go to longboat.bandcamp.com. You can stream it for free. And, um, yeah, so I, I will be back next week. And, you know, the, once again, the world may just change in a week again. And, um, you know, the only thing that, that sort of uh, encourages me is that the Seahawks keep winning. And that is generally, uh, that is, even in these good Russell Wilson years, that's, uh, that's never a guarantee. And, and, they're they're kind of doing what they did last year, whereas they don't really quite put away the game until they put away the game. They they let they always let their opponents creep back in. But hey, you know it's it's a uh, that, that it's more exciting that way, isn't it? So um, yeah, I I will I will talk to you again. Uh, maybe next uh, a week from today, this, the Seahawks will have lost to the terrible vikings um and and uh you know trump might be cured he might be i don't know i i've here's what i say about that i wish him and his wife and everyone a full recovery i do especially trump i want him to be in the in in the the height of health when they indict him for tax fraud so, because to me, I, I don't, I, there, there is, these numbers don't lie. Uh, the, the, the things that the, the tax records that were, were uh, released last week, God, that was just a week ago. Yeah, they seem to denote that there was like massive tax fraud. And, and so, you know, I want him to be healthy for that. Uh, I want him to make a full recovery. Anyhow, that is it for this week's show. Um, as I always say, if you don't like this tune, I have others. We will talk again. Bye-bye. <laughs>